This is Bill Inyard with Reflections from the River. Christmas in January. Inauguration Day felt like Christmas all day long, I told wife Annette on January 21st, the day after Joe Biden assumed the presidency. Yeah, I slept a lot better last night, she replied. After watching right-wing extremists violate our capital on January 6th, at the urging of Donald Trump and his minions, we were concerned the ceremony would likewise be spoiled. Thankfully, democracy held. Even though Republicans, strike that, enough Republicans stood against the lie that the election was stolen to make the certification of the presidential election a certainty. We watched the proceedings all day long and into the evening. As I watched the few scattered chairs on the Capitol lawn, I regretted turning my tickets to the ceremony back in. Annette and I had earlier decided that, due to the coronavirus, we would not attend, since we're both of the age that puts us at high risk. But after the January 6th Capitol assault, I decided that I would go. But rather than take Annette and risk her health and safety, I would take a retired International Guard friend. He, with a knee replacement and me recovering from two shoulder surgeries to repair injuries from a serious bicycling accident. Neither of us in any danger of serving as a wide receiver for Patrick Mahomes. A few days before the ceremony, although still outraged at the January 6th attack on democracy, we realized that the last thing the 26,000 National Guardsmen protecting the ceremony needed was a couple of old retired generals wandering around and getting in their way, especially since we didn't have Bernie Sanders' mittens to protect her pinkies. Watching Washington, D.C.'s delegate to Congress, Eleanor Holmes Norton, tell a reporter that she had to ask the mayor of Washington, D.C. for a police escort to get through the National Guard security line cemented my belief that we made the right decision in not attending the inauguration. Important note here, Since Washington, D.C. is not a state, even though its population is larger than that of Wyoming or Vermont, it does not have a congressman. Rather, it's represented in Congress by a non-voting delegate. The comparison of the 2021 inauguration with the only one I've ever attended was striking. Barack Obama's 2013 second inauguration was the most incredible display of democracy that I've ever seen. As a newly elected freshman congressman, I stood in the very back row of dignitaries behind the podium. Eight or so rows above the president at the podium. I had a seat in nosebleed. Eight or so rows above the president at the podium. I had a seat in nosebleed territory. But what of you? The sight of a million people filling the mile-plus long expanse of lawn from the Capitol to the Washington Monument was awe-inspiring. No burning buses, no rioting, one lone demonstrator perched in a tree and decipherably shouting. Nothing like the burning tires that I saw blocking highways in Argentina in 2008, or the mobs that I saw taking possession of Tahrir Square in Cairo, Egypt in 2010. Eight years later, it's we, we Americans who have armed mobs storming our Capitol building, right-wing mobs who loudly proclaim their support for police, all the while beating and even killing police. Instead of a million witnesses to democracy in action, 
of a handful of dignitaries spaced six feet apart on folding chairs, surrounded by 26,000 armed National Guardsmen. Even so, it felt like Christmas. Truly, God blessed America that day. That's more Reflections from the River. You can email me at bill at billenyard.com. That's B-I-L-L at B-I-L-L E-N-Y-A-R-T dot com. Thanks for listening.